You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. With amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. Happy Thirsty Thursday at this point now. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Today, we'll talk about the loss of offensive firepower and how that will impact the Gators this season. Damian Pierce getting listed as a top 50 college running back by big game Boomer. And we'll talk about Dewan Black, a Gator recruit that we've been hearing about for seemingly ever now. Also, thank you to the people who left the review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around my DMs. Always open. Come slide in. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Of course, yesterday I mentioned guys like Naquan Wright, Trent Whitmore, and Xavier Henderson as guys that are going to step up, and I expect them to have big sophomore seasons. But we also look at guys like Damian Pierce, who, uh, of course, we'll talk more about a little bit later. Uh, Iverson Clement, Lorenzo Lingard, and incoming transfer from Clemson, Demarcus Bowman. That's just in the backfield, which, as we can see, is going to be just absolutely flooded with talent. I touched on this yesterday where it's like, I don't think that there's going to be anybody that really produces a ton this year out of the backfield. I think it's going to be more about their per-touch production that we should focus more on just because there's going to be so many mouths to feed. At receiver, we have guys like Jacob Copeland, Justin Shorter, Jordan Pouncey, along with tight ends like Keemor Gamble and Keon Zipperer, who, again, yesterday I spoke about a little bit, just talking about how coaching staffs with Tim Brewster is going to change their production and their role and their development. Um, but, I mean, even then, we can look further than that. We've got a new starting quarterback, so we've lost Stone Forsyth on the O-line. We've lost... Kyle Pitts at tight end. We've lost Kadarius Tony and Trayvon Grimes at wide receiver. We lost Kyle Trask at quarterback. And, I mean, we even lost Brett Hagee on the offensive line. We lost more than half of this offense. Um, but, most importantly, we lost the quarterback. Kyle Trask is now gone with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good for you. Proud of you, buddy. Uh, but, most importantly, now we've got Emery Jones stepping in as the starting quarterback for the Florida Gators. And... I'm excited. I think he's very promising. You could check out Tyler Fornis at the Real Forno on Twitter. Uh, he did. He's gone through a few videos and broken down a couple of plays of Emory Jones from last year. Uh, great stuff there. So be sure to check that out. He's also been on the podcast, of course, before, and he's a Gators fan as well. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Emory Jones is someone that I have a lot of hope for, and I have very high expectations for. Like I'm talking Heisman expectations i think emory jones is going to be fantastic and i think that he helps like i've said it before he helps this offense open up so much more than kyle trask did i love kyle trask loved him here 
We'll love him in the NFL. We'll always support him, root for him, all that. But I think Emory Jones allows Dan Mullen to call a much more natural offense that fits with what he likes to do and what his tendencies are. So Emory Jones really stepping in despite, you know, yeah, he's mobile. Yeah, he's got a bigger arm, whatever it is. He just makes this offense be more naturally what it should be. We're going to see, I think, a lot more spread option from Florida like we saw in the Tebow days. Like, of course, I'm not saying the offense is going to be as good as it was back then, but we're going to see an offense open up and really just spread defenses horizontally so that they can run the ball and stress this defense in every way possible. So while, yeah, we've got guys like, I'm not even going to go through the list again. That's just going to waste so much time. But the names that I mentioned previously, we've got them expected to step up and expected to become the guy and or the guys really because we've lost the top three receivers now. While, yes, that's going to be a big difference. But we've got just so much promise and beyond the personnel that's changing. Scheme-wise, this Gators team is probably going to look a bit different. Uh, In a few weeks, I want to start doing Film Fridays where I'll look at some Gators film, we'll break it down, we'll break down the scheme, and we'll talk about some things that we may see come back and some things that we may see get scrapped just because now we've got a different skill set at quarterback and we've got different personnel throughout. But scheme-wise, this team's going to be very different. I think that this scheme is actually going to be how we'll replace the offensive firepower that we lost. Uh, We might not produce as much. Again, like I mentioned with the running backs, there's a lot of mouths to feed. So take a look at the per-touch stats. Uh, I think with this offense, we should be looking at her possession numbers because I don't think that it's an offense that they're going to want to go super fast and challenge deep downfield frequently, at least early on. I think we're going to see a lot more of this kill the clock kind of game. Might still, might still be going no huddle, no doubt about it. But I think we're going to see a much more prominent run game this year and something that's really meant to open up defenses and really just attack vertically at that point. But like I said, like you've got to establish that running game, and you've got to not to be one of those establish the run game guys, but to make this offense work how it should and how they want to, you're going to have to establish a running game and show that you're a legitimate threat there in order to really stress the defenses and give these defensive coordinators just absolute headaches and chest pains and, and to really just expose them at that point. So for me... I don't think we really have the personnel to replace the offensive firepower that we lost, but I do think we've got the scheme that's going to help us replace that. So that that's where I'm banking on it. That's what I'm hoping for. And honestly, I think that's the safest bet that you could have with it. But are you looking for something to do with this stimulus check? Your tax refund, your Dogecoin money, GameStop money, whatever it may be. Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I ain't getting one either. But I wanted to get familiar with the website just just for these ads. And I was genuinely shocked at how smooth the experience was. Whether it's brake pads, taillights, or you just want to add hydraulics, those little cool lights underneath like Tokyo Drift, whatever you want. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your doorstep. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know exactly who sent you that. It's L-O-C-K-E-D space O-N. I mentioned him briefly in the last segment, uh, Damian Piercy, running back for the Florida Gators, of course. And I mentioned yesterday, Big Game Boomer on Twitter, who had him listed as the number 45 running back in college. Uh, Again, I cannot recommend Big Game Boomer enough. It's just very entertaining stuff. Uh, These lists are really cool to look at. I'm going to work more of them into the show, so I recommend giving him a follow just because it's entertaining stuff. It's fun stuff to talk about and debate about and uh, leads to a little bit of fun trash talk in the Locked On College Hosts uh, chat with Florida State, just letting you know we winning. Um, Damian Pierce last year was the primary running back. Of course, it was an offense that didn't find a ton of success running the ball, didn't run the ball, just a ton in general. But Pierce is poised for a quote-unquote breakout year this year, following two years as a backup and one year as the lead back. Of course, I put it in quotes because, like I've been stressing, don't expect a ton of production from these guys volume-wise. You've got to look at the per-touch, per-snap, whatever it is, basis that you want to look at because we're going to see a lot of rotation. We've got a lot of mouths to feed in this backfield. The running game should be much improved this year with Emory Jones and the talented backfield. I know that it's weird to be like, yeah, they lost their starting quarterback, uh, elite generational tight end, two good receiver prospects. Sure, their offense is going to get better. Uh, Running the ball, it should be, mainly because Emory Jones, defenses are going to have to account for him. So if he just runs a little, if, if we run the read option and he sells it, if he just hands it off and it's not a read option, but he sells it like he's going to take it, defenses will get confused, they'll get mixed up, and it could lead to more long runs in the other direction. So I'm expecting this running game to really pick up this year. Uh, Pierce didn't see a ton of carries last year, like I mentioned, due to just having such a pass-heavy offense, but like I've stressed, I've mentioned it, I feel like, 40 times already today. It's going to change, We, or at least I'm expecting it to change. I'm expecting to see a lot more carries than we saw last year. And while Damian Pierce struggled with consistency against his top opponents, like Alabama, Georgia is probably the game where he played the top defense and got a lot of carries, um, he showed enough flashes where he could really solidify himself as one of the top college backs this year hopefully finishing the year as a top 25 running back. Um, But again, it's just one of those things where he's not, he's likely not going to get the touches that would command that he's, yeah, a top 25 running back. He's going to be a guy that maybe he just averages six yards per carry, but he has the same amount of carries, which would be roughly a hundred carries. That's, that's productive given the opportunity, especially when you've got such a talented backfield with him. Uh, the main thing that Damian Pierce, I mentioned this yesterday with Naquan Wright, uh, it was the main thing I liked about him, and it's still the main thing that I like about Damian Pierce. The ability to contribute as a pass catcher, I, ca- I can't stress that enough because, I mean, given the losses offensively, like I've spoken about repeatedly, specifically when we're talking about underneath, there's Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony with more guys than Trayvon Grimes. Um, 
that that's gone now and we don't have there's there's no receiver that we know is going to step up as the underneath safety blanket kind of guy so we could see damian pierce and naquan Wright both step up into those roles as guys that are going to come out of the backfield and make some plays in the passing game and try to open things up underneath and so i really like that i also really like just like this offensive line is going through a few changes uh, we've got a new quarterback that is going to see his significant playing time for the first time in his career. So he could be looking down for checkdowns fairly frequently. So Damian Pierce and Aquan Wright are going to be guys that I expect from there. I also am expecting Demarcus Bowman to be a guy that's going to contribute in the passing attack. Um, so it's just things like little things like that are why I'm excited for Damian Pierce. Of course, there's a lot of question marks here as to whether or not he could step up. Uh, how much will he really play with DeMarcus Bowman coming in and just this backfield now being absolutely stacked? Um, there's really how this offense is going to look. But there's a lot of promise here for a former four-star recruit who was recruited by schools like Alabama and Auburn and offered by those schools. But there's a lot of promise. There's a lot of question marks. It's a very murky situation in this backfield right now. But, I mean, I, I know I'm typically optimistic with things. But with Damian Pierce, I'm optimistic specifically as a pass catcher. I think this is where he'll really break out and find his niche, find his role, and find out where he'll contribute. Kind of like a like a, a James White version. A guy where, sure, maybe he's got... Maybe he'll finish with 300 rushing yards and 400 receiving yards or something like that. Like where he might not be super productive on the ground, but I think that when he's getting the touches and how he gets his touches is really going to be important. And I think that if he can prove himself as a pass catcher, that could really set himself up as a guy that's going to get an NFL call at some point just for being able to contribute on third downs. think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year. If you're confident, and that's if you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 3,300 odds. I'm just, I'm confident. I'm gonna take them. I'm just, I'm confident. That's what I'm saying on it. <laughs> bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. I wish I knew about it when Jersey Shore was on, because I would have bet on. I actually, I wish I didn't, because I would have lost so much money. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, like I've said, anything, <clears throat> it is the best way to place your bets, and it is 100% free to sign up. Head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. That is L-O-C-K-E-D. O-N with no spaces. To wrap up today's show, we're going to take a look at Dewan Black, who's someone that uh, since way before I was doing Lockdown Gators, since I, it might have been even before I was doing like a ton of draft stuff. It was like right after Whole Nine started. Um, he's been connected <laughs> to the Florida Gators. Uh, Dewan Black had a rough recruiting route. Uh, he was originally committed to Mississippi State in 2017, but ultimately chose to follow Dan Mullen to Florida when he came over here. 
Uh, so he originally committed to Florida in 2019. Uh, the academics got in the way, a little something, something. <laughs> he was ineligible to come to Florida immediately, so he went the JUCO route, but really I can't remember a single time that he ever changed up. He was always, the plan was always for Dewan Black to come to Florida and be a Gator. And that's something that I've loved about him. That's one of the reasons that I'm pulling so hard for him is that he, he like stuck to it. Like he was like, Hey, no matter what happens, no matter what, what gets in my way, I'm going to be a Gator. I'm going to be with Dan Mullen. And that is one of the reasons it's hard to not like him, you know? Um, his one year in college, because last year was canceled because COVID, uh, his one year in college in JUCO, he had 46 tackles, eight and a half for a loss, one pick, five pass defenses. Uh, in his one year, again, at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, um, about t- almost two weeks ago, uh, 10, 10, to, 10 to 14 days ago, <laughs> uh, Dewan Black arrived in Gainesville to finally become a Florida Gator, which was an amazing thing to see. He posted a little video on it. He was like, hey, Dad, I'm home. Like, I, it's amazing. I'm here. Um, so we'd love to see that because he seems like a genuinely good kid. Again, I've never met him. I've never really spoke to him, but he seems like a genuinely good kid. Excited to see him in Gainesville. Uh, he was the number one Juco outside linebacker ranked wise by uh, 24-7 although that's where it gets a little confusing with Dewan Black because, I mean, ever since high school, he's been someone who's capable of playing so many different positions. He's, you know, will he line up as a linebacker or a safety? Um, he seemed like he's capable of being an edge rusher a little bit here and there, but with Florida's front, I don't really see him putting his hand in the dirt, in the dirt much often, maybe coming as an interior rusher occasionally. Uh, so in really an era where offenses are just becoming increasingly positionless, like we've seen guys like Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts, Kadarius is a running back receiver hybrid, if you want it, like that kind of role. He's got Kyle Pitts as a tight end receiver hybrid. Dewan Black is a true positionless defensive player. He's, you know, he, he's got to bulk up a bit really to be considered a, uh, like an Isaiah Simmons type. Maybe right now he's more of a Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa type of guy where he's a Miles Jack linebacker safety hybrid, linebacker slot corner is a bit. Um, So he's one of those true positionless defensive players. And if he can live up to the hype, he can be, I know that we use this term when we were describing uh, Kyle Pitts a bit, but he could be a unicorn for this defense and some of that offenses will have to account for on every play. You know, like, is he going to be dropping back? Is he going to be rushing? What 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 is Dewan Black going to do? And that is something that the Gators haven't really had much of recently. I mean, the defense has been on the downswing for a while now. But having someone like Dewan Black who can really just be a defensive chess piece and just give offensive offenses, like I, I know I say this all the time, but give offenses fits. Uh, he can be a true contributor from day one, and he can really step up and step in as just an immediate starter. Again, there's a lot of hype around him because it's just been building for so long. It's not like the NFL draft where there's hype on guys, and then you get prospect fatigue and you start hating those guys. This is different. When you're talking about a recruit coming in, 
the, the hype just keeps building <laughs> and it just keeps piling up until we get to see them. So Dewan Black is that. He's got a ton of hype. Don't know if he'll live up to it. Hoping he does. I think he can. But, I mean, at the very least, we've got a guy that's just a, a fantastic athlete that can be used in multiple ways. Even if he's not amazing at either of them, he's someone that he, you're going, you're still going to have to account for. He's just not going to be as big a pain. Um, what, like, the positionless defensive player on offense, that's a great thing. Uh, defense, it, it's still a bit questionable here. Um, so really, if he's a unicorn, we know Dan Mullen has said, you know, offense, like you, if you've got a unicorn on offense, the only way to defend them is with a unicorn on defense. So maybe that'll help Dewan Black. But what the positionless tag would mean for his NFL draft stock? <laughs> Long story short, that's a conversation that we'll have to have another day, really, because there, there's just so many different directions that it could go. And again, we don't know if he's going to be in the draft in a year from now, two years from now. We have no idea what's really going to happen with it. But he's someone that we're pulling for heavily. Uh, we, we love him. We're hoping that he can really hit the uh, hit the expectations that have been set for him. Like It's not like he set them, but he's got high expectations on him. So we're hoping he can reach him. He's going to be a guy that, again, should contribute in some way anyway. I kind of want to see him on special teams. I want to see him work his way there uh, just because he seems like he runs like a bat out of hell. So I want to see Dewan Black contribute Dewan Black contribute as a special teamer. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we'll talk about something. Who knows? <laughs> like I said uh, to begin yesterday's episode, I'm recording this Tuesday afternoon before my vaccine because I'm expecting to be out of commission tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, who knows what we'll talk about. It's going to be fun. That's we'll, we'll call it fun Friday. We're going to have some fun with it. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with whole nine sports. That's W H O L E N I N E sports. Be sure to check out lockdown Packers hosted by Peter Bukowski, part of the lockdown podcast network. And Peter is seriously one of the funniest hosts on the network. If you've ever seen him on Twitter and lockdown now's. Very funny, endlessly entertaining. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts, which, by the way, fun fact, Lockdown Today, also hosted by Peter Bukowski. So have some, have some fun with it. You know, go nuts.